1: Hi. Hi.
0: We made it through another month. We did. Still quarantined or no? Where, we we, sh- where do we stand on the quarantine right now? We are breaking a, out in phases. <laughs> breaking out in big phases. Big groups.
1: No. Wait. Some people are breaking out in big groups. Well, yeah, but we're not. We are not. We're we are stronger. still
0: slow and steady wins the race. Right. Abide well, by the rules.
1: We are turning the dial. Not flipping a switch.
0: <laughs> Abby just winked at <laughs> me. <laughs> you like that phrase.
1: Do uh finger guns at you.
0: That's a dad move, not a mom move.
1: I think that's to be determined. I think a mom can do finger guns if she wants.
0: Not as effective.
1: I I disagree.
0: I got a little son today, guys. Little bit. We went swimming for the bit. first time in and you 2020.
1: And chose to absolutely not put any sunscreen on. So that's burn, on you.
0: Burn the first time. You're good the rest of the summer.
1: That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life.
0: That's words to live
1: by. Is I think it? Shit down. That's, <laughs> take zero percent medical advice from Gary Thomas.
0: I'm not a doctor, but about three more episodes of ER. And I'm.
1: Speaking of dad moves, you say that crap all the time. <laughs> like you're I, stupid. Dad jokes.
0: So I got a haircut this week, and I'm driving home, and I'm looking at myself. I'm like.
1: You felt it. I look old. It's it's the gray in the beard. It was my
0: eyes. What's was wrong with your eyes? It just looked old.
1: Do you want to do like a skincare routine? No. <laughs> just age gracefully. <laughs> We're 39. We go from
0: 39 to 70.
1: You don't look that old, are we?
0: That, I don't know. You got four different colors of hair right now. You can
1: suck it. Don't talk. I'm very (laughs) sensitive about my hair. Why do (laughs) you say that? (laughs) I don't know. I can't help it that when it grows out and then I say like it looks horrible. Mm -hmm. You're like, no, it doesn't look bad. And then you take a cheap shot at me like that.
0: What did you read into that that it looks bad? Like you just told looks. me it's four
1: different colors. That's... I don't feel like you mean that complimentary. <laughs> you're laughing, you ass.
0: I, I, I think your hair looks amazingly beautiful. You're full of crap. I did encourage you to contact your stylist today.
1: She's going to look at her book when she gets back home and let me know.
0: Imagine not having any work for three months, like if you're in that profession. And the, and the job that you do, nobody can do right yeah <clears throat> like i could have cut your hair but who wants that you know yeah. what i'm saying nope so now you've got your backlog three months you have much stricter regulation excuse and then me. excuse me and then bam you open back up everybody wants a haircut
1: right and see so <clears throat> something i know like as a guy you may not know is like <coughs> women get on as a guy as a guy as a, guy. a male um, women will get on a very tight rotation schedule with their hair every four to six weeks or six whatever you need for their a color. Routine, yeah. yeah, yeah, for their color and like their scheduling. Like you sit in the chair, you do your hair, you know that you're coming back in I don't know four to six weeks to to do it, and you don't miss that appointment. So, when did
0: you? When was the first time you're like, hey, I need to put some
1: color in my hair? I was in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I went red. <laughs> no, I mean like
0: like Shit. to cover up gray or.
1: Um, probably after having Charlie. Like I lost hair with both kids significantly. Like at my crown, I guess that's your crown right there. The sides, I don't know. Uh,
0: that's the peak. I don't we're, know. we're pointing to our heads. Right? We're,
1: so, so whatever, like I lost a lot of hair with both of them. I didn't realize that as much with Charlie because I hadn't gone As gray, but with Harlan, um, I was going gray, and (laughs) uh, I was going gray and losing hair, so my hair was thinning there and going gray. So I just looked like a damn mess. I I was so self conscious about it forever. Um,
0: It all came back in though,
1: ish. Like it's still really thin and short right there. Like, if I are you
0: taking your biotin?
1: I'm not. (laughs) I know. I know. I'm not. I'm not on a routine. So I was putting. You got me the. the weekly pill container. Didn't you get that for me? Or did that? Uh, you asked you did, for that, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. You got me. Th-
0: Monday, Monday through Sunday.
1: So what I was doing is when we were back in school, I was, because um, I was intermittent fasting, I wasn't taking my vitamins in the morning because you have to, I like dry heave. If you, do you ever take a multivitamin without eating? Yeah. It makes me sick as hell. So I don't know what it is, but it always hurts my stomach. So I was taking them at lunch. I was throwing that little thing in i was like meal prepping my vitamins and i would just take my vitamins at lunch and then
0: can, can i just interject
1: what you haven't been to school in like nine weeks exactly so i was vitamins on, are still here i know so i was on zero percent schedule and just was i getting lunch was i getting breakfast i was eating like a maniac and then i just quit taking my vitamins so i'm super bad with medicine like i'm not good with it Routinely, like I don't finish my antibiotics. I'm that person.
0: Who does though?
1: There like, are people that do it. It's you not know, us. like
0: day three, you feel good, you're better.
1: Those people, those are the people that like
0: have COVID nineteen.
1: No. The people who finish their antibiotics.
0: I apologize if you're one of those people. That was
1: really rude. They probably like immediately clean their clothes when they're dirt. Like they probably like do a load of laundry immediately. You know what I'm saying? Like they wash, dry, and fall. We haven't off. completed a full
0: load of laundry <gasps> since
1: March. We, I don't care. I actually sorted them <laughs> into baskets. So my quick sort idea has helped a little as far as... It hasn't
0: as, helped them get into their final destination.
1: I don't I don't see you helping. Excuse me. I'm just saying. Gary will wash the same load 14 times. I will
0: hang clothes up. I will put mine away.
1: No, you won't. Go look on the dryer right now, Hosscat.
0: Yeah, there's one pair of shorts. I already put one up.
1: <laughs> I folded definitely four pairs of shorts and underwear of yours. So, and then I quick sorted everybody else's. So we all had baskets. Charlie can do her own. I've got to go through. Harlan isn't getting done right now because I have to go through his clothes because he has everything from 3T to size 2XL. 6. 2XL. <laughs> he it doesn't wear 2XL. He wears size 6 and little boys. I have to go through his closet big time. There's like winter clothes in there. I don't know what you packed for him to take to your mom's. That was a three T T shirt and like
0: in the same basket as other stuff. So who who's to blame said, for that?
1: Are you saying it's my job? I'm I don't see you he's, sorting he's things. Grown boy. Oh, he can do it himself.
0: No, it's just that he's.
1: We just haven't had time to sit down and go through all that stuff.
0: Well, we had time. You want to talk about that?
1: What we did not have time to yeah, go through that. I didn't. was not using that time for that. You're talking about the fact that we got rid of the kids? We got rid of the kids yesterday. For less than 24 hours. And you're acting like we had a week's worth of respite or something. (laughs) Like, I literally got home at two from peopling a whole big bunch yesterday and just stared at a wall, took a nap, and we went to go eat. And after that, it was kind of like the evening was over with. I mean, I wasn't going to fold clothes in the middle of the night.
0: We slept so good on our nectar mattress last night.
1: So I almost got nine hours sleep. I think I did get nine hours sleep. That's ridiculous for me, but I swore I was going to get up and go like walk and do a little workout, but it did not happen at all. Are you okay? You seem really distracted. <laughs> my,
0: my sigh. I was just trying to think of the topics that we talked about this week.
1: I was talking about taking the kids, <clears throat> their moms, getting rid of them. Yeah. We got rid of Charlie again, though, tonight. We did. She's uh, she's with her cousin, Braxton. So they are like two years apart, I think, in age. A year and a half-ish, two years. Yeah. And they don't see each other very often. But when they do, they immediately commence with fighting. Like, it was a little more civil today, but they were drowning each other in the pool. Yeah. Essentially. And then that's the only way they—that's like the only way they know how to communicate to each other is through insults and uh, assault. Isn't so, that how all
0: cousins are though? No, I was not like that with my
1: cousins at all. Yeah. We got along. We like did dance routines together, and they were girls. I got along with Chase very He's well. He was mu- way younger. Not way younger. Way younger. He was a little bit younger, not like way younger than me. But we got along. But yeah, they just beat the hell out of each other and then begged to spend the night with each other. So I don't know what that is, but yeah. we let her stay. God love her. I mean, she's been, it's been hard on her being locked up. Gary, I took a nap. Did we ever talk about this? No, I took a nap one day and Gary came in and was like, so you were asleep. <laughs> I gave Charlie back her. eye. I, no, I
0: didn't. We talked about it.
1: But you gave it back for some time.
0: No, not not while you were asleep.
1: Uh, no. Okay. You tell it then, sir.
0: I just told you that she came in crying, missed her friends, and that she should probably get earn, be able to earn a little time. So we started giving her an hour a day.
1: Okay, but there was something else that happened that made you.
0: Oh, there's a yeah. I watched a story of a guy whose twelve year old kid hung himself during the quarantine.
1: So you got a little, a little in your feels.
0: Oh, I just it made sense, right? I so, not imagine walking there and seeing her hanging.
1: Oh my god! Why would you say that? Yeah. What is wrong with
0: you? Well, you said you got in your fields. I just watched a guy who did just that.
1: I mean, like you empathized. I'm proud of you. That <laughs> <laughs> was good. I'm just yeah. saying that was good, and so, so you applied that parenting, and, and it
0: helped some. She still has attitude though.
1: Yeah, she got. I forget what she did. We had to take something away. It's like it just runs together. She just wants to get the last word in all the time. Every single time. Whether it's just... If it's mumbling under her breath and walking into her room, just go on. But if it's like she turns and has to like say something evil and mean. Was this when she called me a bad mom? Maybe was that this week? I can't remember when she called me a bad mom. <laughs> oh, was it being a good mother? And so she got all. I want to. Oh God.
0: <laughs> I don't know that she's in. There's some kind of defiance.
1: She, but she's been good. Like she's like she was good today. She was helpful. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know. Maybe she'll be a butt tomorrow when I go get her. But I don't know. I don't know. We
0: watched the movie. Good boys.
1: <laughs> yes, we thought a lot about her. While watching the movie Good
0: Boys. Yes, it made a lot of sense. If you haven't seen this movie
1: It's don't like Don't watch it with your kids. No.
0: Even though the stars are kids.
1: Yeah. It's super inappropriate. It's like
0: a middle school version of Super Bad.
1: Yes. It is super inappropriate and but super Funny accurate. As hell. Yeah, it's very accurate. Totally accurate. To like what first off, the immense developmental um range. For sixth graders, for middle school kids. Like, you've got some kids who are going into middle school <clears throat> that straight up still play games. Like, the magic and... They're, well, they're,
0: I mean, they're adults our age that do that. Well, right, right but... But they are to hang on to those youthful things.
1: Yes. And then you've got some kids who are, you know, experimenting with drugs and alcohol and...
0: Some that are finding their, emo- or their uh, hormones kicking in.
1: Yes. So it just, it totally pokes fun at all of that. But it is. is hilarious. Yeah. Just a modern day version of like what it would be like to be a middle school kid going to your first kissing party.
0: Yeah. But like the mom is super like, all the kids are downstairs.
1: I don't know what anybody's doing down there. But there are so many moms like that. But I would, I would contend that there's moms that are like... They do know what's going on downstairs and yeah. they're like, well, it's cool if it's happening in my house. Like, I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I don't know.
1: I don't remember any of those moms. No. <laughs> Who were those moms? Moms would just bust our asses. <laughs> yeah.
0: It was. That was one of our, our the things we did when, when we were just by ourselves. We watched that movie.
1: I literally just sat in complete silence at one point. You went to, I went get, to get ice cream. And I was going to try to find something to watch. And I couldn't even gather up the energy to flip through. I mean, that's how sad it is. I couldn't even scroll through Netflix. I just wanted to sit and quiet. And it was so nice. I didn't have to like... Sc- like, when we're home and if I am like relaxing and Gary's here, like we're constantly like, where's Harlan? Anybody see Harlan? Charlie, do you see him? What is he doing? What was that noise? What does he have? What are you eating? And... It was not. I didn't have to worry about anything. I could just sit on the couch and stare. It was great. But,
0: Meanwhile, my mom was. Oh God! Not ready.
1: <laughs> Gary <laughs> packed a plastic bag of pull-ups, wipes, some some clothes. Some, clothes. some of them did not fit him. <laughs> he had
0: clothes that fit him though.
1: And he did not pack. Oh, in a cup, one cup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he did not pack any melatonin. That we've been giving him regularly, and just said, good luck. Bye.
0: I mean, he went to bed at eight thirty. So
1: I'm super shocked though, because at my mom's at my mom's house, when he stays there traditionally, he will stay up all night long. As long as anybody else, but my parents are like what will what keep the TV on all night. Yeah, and my dad's sort of a night owl, so he will. St- if there's anybody else moving, so is he. So.
0: It was good. We watched Good Boys.
1: We watched our vampire show. Yeah. What happens in the shadows? What we do in the shadows. Something like that. It's so stupid, so funny, it though. It is
0: very dumb. But, but we laugh. But it is funny. It's
1: on Hulu. Yeah. I can't even think of, like... The funniest is the guy, the familiar. I think he's one of, Yeah. I like him. Guillermo. And, <laughs> Guillermo. And I like the energy vampire. He's still... He just his words his actions like you know that guy yeah he was like okay well uh guys i can like he repeats himself like yeah. i can go i can go in the church i'm fine well let's go in the church i'll be fine yeah constantly but i don't know it's really funny i got tickled at the usa dream team <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah so if you haven't if you got hulu check that
1: out no it's a good one i just started watching uh black and, af yeah, like just started. Uh, pretty funny. It is funny. It's really yeah. good. I just, I like uh, Kenya Barris. I like his, uh, just his voice is yeah. really, the way he says things is funny. He's kind of goes off on these tangents. And the kids, their reaction to it is just classic.
0: The, what, I don't feel that when we were going back to being in sixth grade or just growing up. Okay. We did not have the viewing options of somebody today.
1: Mm-mm. No, that's that's part of the, like, First issue. of all, we
0: had to schedule time to watch TV. Right. Like that's... it was on a schedule.
1: Mm-hmm. It wasn't on demand. Yeah. So part of, like, the maturity issue of kids is, like, they have easily, easily been exposed to TVMA. By middle school, yeah. I mean, our own kid has, yeah. I didn't realize that was it Outer Banks that she watched or something, but yeah. you told her it was cool.
0: Well, I looked it up in the, the parents' guide thing, and
1: okay. Says, okay. But I mean, they've easily been exposed to TVMA through middle school. Um, they are aware much more aware, I think, of more adult content than what we were. Mm-hmm. Um, I not to like say we would have
0: to w- try to catch a boob through the squiggly lines. <laughs> My kids don't even know what the squiggly lines are. No,
1: no, they don't even know like what a reception, like good or bad reception, is at all. They just know like has the Wi-Fi gone down and you just don't see anything. But yeah, it, it, like maybe you watch Silk Stockings after WWE on USA. (laughs) But even that's so mild compared to what they could potentially watch and see. And um, I mean, hell, Charlie. Told me about a kid who was watching uh, Pornhub at lunch at the table behind her. And our daughter, you know, decides to be the one to explain it to the table just in all of her infinite knowledge.
0: So wise at 11 or 12. Guys,
1: this is where people watch images and videos of people in sexual intercourse. (laughs) All right, Char. All right. Thanks. Thank you, Dr. DJ.
0: Yeah, I just, I just remember, like, the super generic stuff growing up.
1: Right. It, I mean, when Roseanne was controversial for some pa- families, oh, yeah. you know, I loved,
0: like, we loved like, it. Like, I know kids it. that they couldn't watch The Simpsons. Or they're still, like, parents this day don't let their kids watch The Simpsons.
1: <sighs> it's crazy.
0: I'm like, have you seen Rick and Morty? <laughs> That's where you need <laughs>
1: I would. Carrie, I think Charlie should be watching this. Uh, She's watched the whole season with me already. Yeah. Cool. You were there with her? Great. Yeah. Awesome. Explain that to her. Yeah. But. So, yeah. So when you've got kids like seeing all that, like m- they're visually consuming it, right? Mm-hmm. But developmentally, do they have the ability to process like emotionally what's going on? Like does that heighten their expectations of what life is supposed to be like? Like my biggest issue with glee when Charlie wanted to watch it was not so much. I don't. I think there were some like adult topics that came. I've not watched Glee. Sorry. Like, but that is total. Like these kids are singing these songs. Charlie loves it. She knows all these classic songs, and mm-hmm. I'm like, where'd you learn that? And she knows every damn word. Oh, it was on Glee.
0: That's what she learned about musicals in general. I think.
1: Mm-hmm. But my issue was I didn't want her to have this expectation that high school was really that freaking exciting and full yeah. of that many relationships because it is not. <laughs> it's like these kids also have to go to class and deal with homework and really shitty teachers sometimes or really mean people. It's not like this big love fest that television makes it out to be. And and no, you don't get that long for lunch. So lower your expectations. <laughs> yeah. Um
0: Watch more like Saved by the Bell. <laughs> That'll get
1: you. Even they get to like go out at Legends. I don't know, but just the drama and stuff. I don't want her to ex- like think that's what she because that's t- completely you know opposite. Like it is boring. There are boring parts of life. Mm-hmm. Like I can't tell you how many times like when we were in high school we were just flat ass bored. Yeah. Like well even bored.
0: early in our marriage we were talking about this today. <laughs> Like, it was seldom that that we got time together because of our schedules, but we would always be like, I'm bored. Let's do something.
1: You never wanted to go anywhere with me. I haven't heard that in a while. (laughs) Like, yeah, you'd be off in the summers, and I'd be off not on a yellow bus going to a basketball camp somewhere, and I wanted to go do something, and Gary just – I don't know. I, we just didn't have any like.
0: I'm still that way. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't need that stimulation. I can soak up that energy here at home.
1: <laughs> I don't need a ton. I don't. I don't know. I do like to enjoy some outings occasionally, but I mean, we kind of got used to being just lazy and at home when we had Harlan. Just, it, just. I absolutely have no energy to take a toddler places unless I know that like he's going to be in a, a stroller or something like that and I can keep him entertained for a while but it's much harder now like I'm more willing to take an infant when he was an infant out just because I could keep him in the stroller he was so good I took him on a shopping trip when he was two and a half months old I took Charlie to Old Navy over Christmas break just us and uh I was two and a half months old, and we killed it, man. Like, he just sit there. He sat. There, he slept, and we went out to eat together. Charlie went. into We did Target. And we this did. Is she had there. to spend her own money. Yeah, yeah. It was so funny. She because she we go to Target, and in her brain, she wants Target clothes. I don't know why, but she just wanted Target clothes. And we got in there. She's like, they want seventeen ninety nine for this sweatshirt or this T shirt. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. But they had like a Stranger Things shirt. So she got that one, and I was like, "Charlie, seriously, let's let's hit up Old Navy." So I go over to Old Navy, and she's like, "I mean, I, her world is just have, has been opened up because then I showed her the clearance rack, yeah, and then I showed her the scanner where you can go scan to see how much things cost. We were in there forever, just loading up on clothes. She loved it. She was like, "This is amazing," and then she was like telling people, "Like, I got this seventy five percent off." I was like, "That's my girl." <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean. He was so little, but it was so easy uh, to take. However, that night got real serious, real fast. She went. Um, she went to the bathroom, and for whatever reason, thought she was starting her period. I have no idea why she thought maybe she was going to start her period. I've, and so she's call, like, she's yelling at me, and I'm like, okay, I can't take him into this bathroom. Like it was really weird and awkward. So I like had to get him out of the stroller pray to god that nobody stole the stroller and go in there and like talk her through this moment. I was like, yeah, this would be super convenient for you to do this tonight, Char. But we made it through. False so alarm. False alarm. False alarm. Comes much later and oh dear god. <laughs> but uh it was great taking him out then. Now it's like so then cut to like I think I took him this summer? What? Not this summer. God, when did I take them? I took him and Char. I can't remember when to Lexington one day, and uh, yeah, it was crazy because he was just pulling shit off. I wasn't paying attention. I (laughs) I wasn't paying attention at all, and talking to Charlie about something, and I look over and he has an entire rack of scarves on the floor and like swimming in them. I was like, "Cool, all right, we're never taking you out again." So yeah,
0: he is in that phase where like we we got to go sit down and have a meal together. Just really since. The last time we ate out... <laughs> you
1: guys, don't be jealous.
0: ...together, where we sat down and ordered our food, Arby's, at the... Uh, before those... <laughs> before Sturgill Simpson and, and the Tyler Children's concert.
1: Yeah. We we looked at all the other restaurants, and they were super packed. And we oh, yeah, like,
0: like two-hour waits everywhere in Lexington. It's
1: like, let's just go to Arby's.
0: Well, we went inside, and that was...
1: Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> I couldn't even think about Arby's right now. It's so gross. Yeah. <laughs> but... But we've been,
0: like... So, since last week, my diet has went to total. I've been good until been
1: good. yesterday, and I was just so happy to be like. Although,
0: Abby made some keto brownies.
1: They're fine. The, they are so okay. God,
0: listen, make a batch. We're going to pass them around, and we're going to see who thinks they're fine. I think I needed. Nine I think... and a half people, because part of you is going to be like, this really tastes like shit, but I'm going to eat it anyway, that's how you do. <laughs>
1: but they're not that bad. They are that bad. No, they're not. Yes, We've had worse. <laughs> it's the cocoa powder i can't like to get a a low whatever carb cocoa powder it's not going to be super sweet it's just not then they're not brownies they're okay they're not like you're not going to get a perfect brownie the chocolate chips are really good though on it listen i'm experimenting with some things okay
0: i'm i support you i just what about
1: my fried pickles
0: P- fried pickles were on
1: point they were good right yes they were really good it just takes so long to make them because our it was fr- just
0: egg yeah we need a bigger air fryer let's get a bigger air fryer
1: it's egg and um pork rinds and uh, a little bit of coconut flour dusted over it first and pickles and pickles it was it just takes a while and, and it's but messy. they taste
0: legit like fried pickles you'd get in mm-hmm. a restaurant now oh god do you prefer the fried pickle spears or the fried pickle chips? Chips. I'm a chips guy, yeah.
1: Cause let's just with the spears. You, you're one not
0: bite a, and it comes out.
1: You don't have any coverage. Yeah. Over the pickle. I'm with you.
0: Some onion rings are like that.
1: However, Lee's. Please, please bring back the fried pickles. I don't understand. We Why? have
0: one of the best Lee's in the country here. <laughs> If you don't believe, it's just go get in line. Or I guess they're open now, but I don't,
1: I don't know if they are or not. Are they? I don't know because they got a buffet and they're not. Are they allowed to be open?
0: They're ugh.
1: so Gaddy's opens tomorrow. I saw that on Facebook. We were yeah, we were that.
0: talking about Gaddy's.
1: They have limited outside seating.
0: Like Golden Corral shut down forever.
1: Are you sure about that?
0: Pretty sure. I haven't seen. Hold on, that. I'll Google it.
1: I haven't seen anything on that.
0: While I'm googling that, yeah. If you need personal injury protection check out our man jason ellis jason he uh can practice anywhere in the commonwealth of kentucky and he's been almost everywhere in the commonwealth of kentucky can
1: some people not
0: uh how's that work yeah they can but like just saying he's not limited to louisville
1: oh like he's willing to is what you're trying to say yeah okay
0: he'll chase that dollar He'll he'll get you the best deal you can
1: get. Okay, that does not sound. He'll chase that dollar. What a glowing review for your friend, our friend. He's also talented, good at his job, hardworking, not just going to chase that dollar.
0: All right, I may have I may have lied about.
1: All right, see, I need to go through and filter. Apparently, it's
0: some. It's non-franch like it's franchises. What does that mean? like i own a golden corral like golden corral corporate oh gotcha, gotcha sounds gotcha, gotcha. like about 35 that are still going to operate
1: wow yeah i'm not a huge golden corral person and i know you were a little bit more disappointed than me but i
0: don't know it's a, it's good for
1: i don't know i i can't I just i, I spent, just don't want to
0: imagine a world without a golden corral okay
1: <laughs> i spent four years of my life
0: which, oh shit here we go <laughs> I'm eating at ryan's and these places uh, uh, eating at Orions every so
1: you, time uppity, we stop some, that's upbringing. not uppity why is that uppity that is not uppity when we play basketball it was probably the most efficient i'm not gonna lie it's probably the most efficient way to feed us was to take us into a buffet situation but oh my god like i'm just so like tired of them and i don't know it was though, 20 years ago. I don't care. It was not 20 years ago, was it? Pretty close. It was not. Close, but not. I still, I mean, it stays with you for a while. I did always take a few gummy bears to go from the dessert bar. Mm. Put them in a cup. Save those for later.
0: That's uh, not to get too preachy or political.
1: Oh, no. I'm nervous.
0: But the last few days have been a little crazy around this joint. Right on our house right, not said. in Mount Sterling. just around the world, and it's I feel like you see people's true colors come out, yeah, like i'm not I'm not a Facebook or Twitter like poster about politics or anything like that, mm-hmm. so somebody would have to like call me or text me and ask me how I felt, mm-hmm. and I still feel that that's the best policy, like if you want to know how I feel, call me and ask me, but as an observer and then for our daughter to be very interested in like what was going on in Louisville. Mm -hmm. We sat and
1: watched the, um, protests two nights ago together. Um, should it was, it was good in that we had lots of conversations Mm -hmm. about what was happening. What is, you know, what is a protest? What are they doing? What are these people doing versus those people? Why are these people looting? Why would they do that? Um, Super interesting to see it from just a twelve-year-old's yeah perspective.
0: What's the first image? Was like what's the first riot you can remember? For me, it was Rodney King.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think how old I was. I I remember I
0: feel like we were in middle school, probably. I, I
1: I can see myself in my parent in the living room, And the like lights are out. We're watching it and just watching it and not uh, n- like the fact that that was i don't know you felt like the world was going to end and wh- why was this happening like
0: 1992 okay damn it was 92 93, it was rough years we had riots and then we had waco and
1: when was the earthquake in california that big earthquake i don't know i, don't know. I just remember th- just like oh my god like that was just it felt like a movie. And then I, I felt like, am I even supposed to, like, am I allowed to watch this? Right. <laughs> like, Like, it felt so hard to see. I don't know. That was the first I remember seeing and just getting, just being devastated. But, I mean, I'm younger than Charlie. I was younger than Charlie seeing that. Yeah. And no one sat down, like, talk, we didn't talk about it or anything. Yeah. Well, we, Charlie, we, i I mean, we talking. saw the
0: video of the police beating mm-hmm. Rodney King.
1: Mm-hmm. And then you would see the riots on yeah. on the news, and um, I don't know.
0: It's, I mean, it's
1: Charlie's school. Charlie's. I know at some point Charlie's education. They've done a very, a pretty thorough job of um, teaching civil rights movement because she's pretty. I mean, she she gets some really key points and knows that. That I feel like I was older than her learning that stuff. Maybe I just I have a really crappy memory, but I remember her as like a second grader giving me some quotes and stuff and not, but stuff, we
0: didn't i don't remember us having a black history month or you know
1: yeah it's not something that like i don't think our school would have yeah intentionally taught no no shade to them just yeah um i don't even i mean i have opinions on how it's taught in general like i don't know that ever anybody i'd, I'd love to see a good model of it being taught in schools Um, Better, I know that I personally, I have a class in particular that I teach rhetoric, and so I bring in. um, I'm going to just be more aware of diverse authors and bringing in not just like Black history, but I guess more awareness to diverse diversity in my classroom, just because. who else is going to, like how else are they going to, kids going to be exposed to that stuff so i'm going to right. be more intentional about that um in what we read not just the canonical stuff but other texts i've got a few um on a list that i want to start reading this summer when i'm going to finish just mercy um i've had the new uh jim crow i think i've got it downloaded as an ebook somewhere i want to finish it so
0: two of my favorite memes oh god one was a picture of the riots going on. Mm-hmm. It said, and it had said amateur looters. Underneath of it was, it looked like it, like the assembly of the Senate. Or the uh-huh. It said mm-hmm. professional looters. Mm-hmm. And that, mm-hmm. Amen to that. Mm-hmm. And then the next was the one that you sent me of the Target in Minneapolis completely ravaged some skinny little white kid. With what a was mask he doing? on, coming out with a box of Legos.
1: What was he doing? <laughs> Getting some Legos. Like he walks in. That's
0: the only thing he had in his hand was some Legos.
1: And says, this is my time to get those let Lego set, which I think Legos are expensive. I'm pretty sure they are. Yeah, I think they and are And he too. said, this is it, my time to shine for those Legos in the yeah. middle of all this. <laughs> I love that the people on the internet like scrolling through this very difficult, like traumatic. I mean, there is trauma happening with some of these images that I think we. I need to be very aware i told my mom tonight i'm like don't watch if you, charlie will want to watch the protest stuff yeah don't let her unless somebody's going to sit and i'm not letting her watch it with my dad <laughs> it's not happening like I, I if she's watching i want her watching it with me or you yeah um because it, it just the you know to any anybody watching this it's so traumatic and uh, you know watching um the video of george floyd like that is that's sad it's a very traumatic thing to see that you can't unsee. Right. So, however, you know, I know that our, we just talked about like the maturity and, so, and the shit that people are exposed to more now than, you know, some kids are desensitized to that. Some people are desensitized to that. But mm. I want to make sure that like we're framing that correctly with her and not just, um. well, as Killer Mike's called it, uh, Killer Mike called it like murder porn. Yeah. And I don't want her sing that without us, but um I don't know where the hell I was going with that. But yeah, like in the midst like of Like straight of up,
0: that, if you, if to anybody that hears this, if I'm getting choked out by anybody and you're filming it and not helping me and I survive, you're dead. <laughs> Y'all smoking your ass.
1: Well, I think was it wasn't, but I think it was a, I could be totally wrong. I thought it was just a teenage girl filming it. I don't care. I, it, but not to say she was the only one, but right. I think the, the viral, I think that I can't imagine. Um yeah, that there's some issue, but there's conversations like happening about like the get watching. Hits,
0: you know, people want to get
1: sure, that yeah. is part of that, but some of it is filming for your self preservation. Yeah. And that's how, you know, you're able to see what's happening and, and somehow that can prevent some violence. The, the fact that it's even fucking happening to begin with is an yeah. issue. Um but I don't know where I was going, but anyway, in the middle of all of that, like these very traumatic experiences, somebody points out, what's that guy doing with the Legos over there? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Legos. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, but
0: there's, I mean, obviously horrible, horrible situations going on everywhere. You, you don't want to see communities get burnt down and things like that, but like you some of the stories that come out of it like in Michigan with the, where the sheriff took off his riot gear and was like I don't want to have a, a protest let's have a parade and mm-hmm. walk with him
1: that was good I'm hoping more people follow suit and, and like try- the Killer
0: Mike speech if you've not listened to Killer Ugh. Mike he was one. Um, on I mean he's on point with a lot of shit he says so if
1: you listen so I listen to his music yeah
0: Run um, the Jewels he, yeah. I mean and he also does his own solo stuff yes
1: so I listen to Run the Jewels and some of his which is
0: his partner is white. Yeah, it's yes. a black guy and a white guy yeah. around the jewels.
1: Um, and their fourth album just released or is pre-releasing right now. We listened to it last week. Just some, right, right after only, we did the podcast. There's only three songs of it. Oh. It's not. I don't think it's all out completely. But the third one is the one that I'm most familiar with, and just even in some of that, like his rhetoric is is the same throughout. And if you watch his show on Netflix,
0: mm-hmm. that's that's a good show. It's
1: a really good show. Like he's. Because he is such <laughs> so an awesome it. freaking human.
0: So one of the things they're talking about is like the poverty and, and like he goes to a kindergarten and he asks kids, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a surgeon. I want to be a doctor. I want to be president. He's like, all right, you're not going to be any of those things. <laughs> yeah. You need a job, you know, you, and so a
1: skill of <laughs> vocation. He talks more about being technical, like yeah, learn a like, freaking vocation.
0: Yeah. And so he finds this guy who taught himself how to be a carpenter on YouTube. Uh-huh. And so he has like a job posting or, you know, some kind of career fair, brings all these people in, and it it's so weird. Like they they want to be in the music industry or this and that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay. So basically he films these how to videos. Mm-hmm. He realizes that the one thing that is like across the board taboo, but that seems everybody catches onto is porn. Mm-hmm. So he gets these porn stars. To, like he does a scene where the porn stars change the light fixture or change, yeah. you know, change the electric outlet.
1: Yep, <laughs> you know it's Sometimes it's, like, yeah.
0: it's great. The first episode though, he does. He's traveling to a concert. He's, and he's not going to consume anything that's not black-owned. Yes, or you know.
1: And he he goes into and, it's, I follow some of the social media and stuff of like, like uh, is it, there's a he does like buy black and that's a day yeah. like, you try to spend your money, um for black-owned businesses and entrepreneurs. He sleeps on a park bench. Yeah, because there's no place to stay. There's no black-owned hotels. Right, right. And it was pretty interesting to see that aspect of it and you know how you put money back in that community for that's you know being that very specific and and not specific that's the wrong word intentional with that and how difficult that was and i was like dang um but he he stuck it out yeah he did because i think somebody tried to come help him and he didn't take the help and stuff and
0: yeah hired a black owned charter bus from like some kind of black church to Mm -hmm. to yeah
1: yep That was, it was so cool to see just how intentional. But anyway, his speech.
0: Yeah. He gets pretty heated.
1: Was spot on. But
0: He said, he talks about CNN. Mm Mm-hmm. He's like, I love CNN, but I love the Cartoon Network (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Uh, Oh, I don't know. Just be safe out there. You know, we have, I found out today that I have an uncle with COVID-19. Uh-huh. Which yeah. is crazy, and he's in an assisted living facility. He mm-hmm. has cerebral palsy. He's been there his whole life. Which those places are like hotbed cesspool yeah. for that.
1: It seems right. like a lot of our big spikes and cases are coming in Kentucky. Are mm-hmm. coming from
0: like in Fayette County? the the biggest place is that is federal prison. Yeah,
1: dang. I don't know. You
0: know, but we're we're I'm, I'm, we're I mean, like in the perfect storm of. Okay, we've been locked up on house arrest basically for nine nine weeks, weeks. and then you get some social injustice that happens, and like the boiling points tipped.
1: Yeah, and you've got people who are out of work. Mm -hmm. You've got, I mean, people who we we just had. Like, don't tell
0: me if you're not in complete desperation, you don't want to break some shit. Yeah, been there. Didn't didn't break shit, but like
1: I'm the I, whole breaking of shit, I'm really like it's like what the media is portraying versus what's really happening. I don't wanna get into that right now. I wanna research that more before I talk on that talking <laughs> point because there's a lot of information out there about who's really doing the breaking of shit. Yeah. Like um, the
0: pallet of bricks that just showed up in downtown Dallas. Yeah, I'm
1: really getting I'll, I will go down that deep dive of that.
0: You need to listen to some Alex Jones. He's yeah, like he's crazy, I, but like he's called that said, stuff out for a long time. I don't
1: to listen Alex Jones. I'm not that doesn't. Um, <laughs> so anyway,
0: it's just been crazy, and I like for our daughter to be growing up and seeing this, and
1: I, I but I want her to see that this is what the world is like. I don't want her to be insulated from anything. She will not be insulated. We are having some pretty heavy talks, you know, about racism, about white privilege. Um, what she needs to do because I think the the thing for me <clears throat> that I've been seeing it's it's not enough to not be a racist to not I'm, I'm gonna have to totally screw this up to not so, to say gosh you're you're the least racist person I know it's but am I the most anti-racist person you know and do you speak out and how do you speak out in a way when you are a white person, how do white folks speak out without suppressing other black voices, but just enhancing the black voices and letting them speak out and, and using your privilege to to not like this isn't about us at all. And so communicating that information to a twelve year old in the middle of her egocentric um developmental stage so easy. It's so simple. Let me I mean I'm probably nailing it, but it's really heavy. I think I'm just going to start with like some books. Maybe we're going to read some things together. There's some good YA stuff out there that um, I cannot screw up and give to her. That's too heavy. Since I did that last week, <laughs> it's all
0: right. She'll, she'll figure it. She'll, she'll be well rounded. Yeah, she'll, she's
1: good with her little moral compass thing that we yeah we gave her. But it's heavy. But I don't want her to be. I don't want her to be afraid to ask questions. And to, I don't know, to not understand, like, God, to having an ignorant child would be, I can't imagine just being like this. No, baby, you can't watch that. It's too much. yeah That would be worse. I think that's abusive. Personal opinion. Opinions held by close enough podcast or not. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Yeah,
0: they they are the opinions of the podcast. Speaking of opinions.
1: Also, we're named close enough, meaning we kind of – not nailing it over here. We're screwing up. But we're just being very honest and vulnerable about the fact that we're screw-ups.
0: Yeah. After the podcast last week, Abby and I sat here at our in our studio.
1: It's just nice because the kids are finally asleep and we can sit down and it's quiet. And,
0: and she did her most influential albums.
1: Right. Somebody had tagged Courtney.
0: Courtney tagged you. Named Tim Adams that influenced your musical taste and upbringing. Mm. So we did pre nineteen ninety, I didn't do it,
1: but we were going to talk about it. So tonight. it said upbringing, so my reading into that was I took out college. So I went pre-college for me. Yeah. I guess you could probably, I don't know.
0: No, we have some different musical tastes.
1: Uh, Yes, but I think there are some things that we shared yeah. a lot.
0: Like I grew up, we grew up differently in music.
1: 100% different. <laughs>
0: like I grew up country music radio on 24 7
1: and we were told country music was crap
0: yeah you know so that's like when i hear 80s and 90s country music chances are i probably know every word to the song
1: <laughs> it's a thing though i do too and i only went through like one summer where i liked country music
0: yeah. so like i can remember listening to country countdown cmt like before okay. mtv i knew cmt
1: the only CMT video I remember is Concrete Angel.
0: <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Oh, my God. But as I got... No, not Concrete Angel. Never mind. Keep going. Sorry. I, I, don't, I was going to say it. that. doesn't sound right. It, that's a Lucinda Williams song. Yeah. It's
1: it's something else. Angel. Keep going.
0: But when I got to like probably seventh grade, flip the switch, complete 180 change.
1: What? How did that happen?
0: trying to think of how i was exposed because i can like, remember like vanilla ice we were in elementary school for that shit right
1: i don't know idea you're i think mc yeah. hammer was middle elementary school yeah
0: so vanilla ice mc hammer uh i got a hold of a fat boys tape now they're like the a beatboxing type mm-hmm. so where i don't remember like i remember me and robbie johnson doing a like doing a fat boy song
1: Oh, my God.
0: And I feel like he's,
1: I like, Rob's listening
0: to this. Like, oh. we grew up, he gravitated, I think, more towards, like, East Coast hip-hop, and I was more a West Coast hip-hop guy. I love this.
1: You when know. you all say you did this song.
0: Yeah. I think we performed it in front of our moms. Shut
1: up. But, Are I mean, you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: So, there's Connie, any, like, if there's any, like, fat boys were, you know. Like they were beatbox. Yeah, 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 you know they did the the whole things with their mouth, like yes. Bismarcky and things like that. So I knew I like. Yeah, I knew it was different, and I liked it.
1: Which I'm just going to throw this out there mm-hmm. for you: you definitely gravitate toward things that are different than what is popular. Yes. And so, being two white kids in a rural ish yeah. school, it was very different to be gravitating toward any type of rap music or hip hop. I think at that stage or that point, um, it doesn't really explode or, or become mainstream for a while.
0: Yeah. And then by seventh grade, I'd got a hold of, uh, a cassette tape of Dr. Dre's the chronic. And that kind of just blew it from seventh grade until, you know, probably I was 19, 20 years old. I was, that was my primary listen. Like I liked alternative music. I liked Soundgarden and Nirvana.
1: I remember you gave me a Dre tape or some, or you gave it to like, I don't know. I was like exchanging it with somebody at church, Matt Douglas, <laughs> at uh, youth group, but it was like exchanging hands.
0: Yeah. Um, like I remember Naughty by Nature. I know.
1: went to a Naughty by Nature concert when I was in fifth grade.
0: Yeah, there you came to Warhead, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. OPP. I remember like we did not stay long. Mike Menzi did not let us stay long.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, but then, I don't know if that influenced me because as I got older, I started to like like the post-grunge area rock. Okay. You know what I mean? Like Creed. You know? as And Nickel, as, as people can shit on them all they want. They sold millions and millions <laughs> of records, you know?
1: <laughs> they did.
0: Uh, I tantric. I took you to a Tantric. Yeah. Still listen to Tantric. Yeah. And then it got probably...
1: I Did go to a Creed hurt. concert yeah. in like Virginia
0: and uh, yeah, we went with Jim Ryland and his wife,
1: such a weird experience. And we are sat they-
0: right like it. Was, I don't know yeah. if concerts are like I've never been to a concert like that since we, we had stood. general admission tickets, we got there super early. So you went to, because I
1: went with Gary and we get everywhere super early.
0: Well, because you when you got there, we went and Mark, there was no seats. We went and marked mm-hmm. our spot and had to sit on the ground until the concert started. Yeah, and we were like two feet from the stage. Mm-hmm. So when the pyro, like the pyro, went off, you could feel the heat coming from it. I wish I had your memory.
1: I know I was oh, there. Yeah. I know I was there, and I vaguely see myself like listening to the song. I remember the guy that opened more than I do. Creed, yeah,
0: Jerry Cantrell from uh, yeah, not uh, Allison chains
1: And I feel like I remember being an asshole. Like he was kind of mean, or like rude to the or the audience. He didn't really like care about the audience or something.
0: Yeah, I think he you know he was a rock star. Yeah,
1: he gave off that vibe. Yeah, but anyway.
0: Um, and so then it like I remember, so Slipknot came out when we were in high school, but I didn't discover Slipknot till I started working.
1: Did you listen to Nine Inch Nails in high school?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I just did a little bit of the, like the main songs.
0: Yeah, because it was on MTV. Yeah. And Marilyn Manson. I, yeah, I was you know. so into Marilyn Manson. <laughs> but that, but that shock stuff didn't. I didn't really like that. Like I felt it was just weird to be weird.
1: Really? Yeah, I liked it.
0: And so I can remember it was probably 2004, maybe 2003, hearing like Slipknot and Mudvayne and some of these other like the screaming. I was like. Can I ask a question? Do
1: you think it's where like you're working with the state police? I feel like they all listen to that. That's such a stereotype.
0: That is a stereotype. No, I don't. I don't know. I one uh, YouTube was a thing was just becoming a thing, so I was able to find stuff. So while you're at work, while I'm at work, and you
1: work nights, yeah, interesting. Okay, so because I don't know that MTV was popular in 2003.
0: No, no. There, by that time, MTV stopped playing videos. I think. Yeah. So, but I've never seen, like, a nine-piece band in mass screaming. Like, holy shit, I like these guys. <laughs> and then, like, since then, you know, I, I went in that deep dive onto Corey Taylor. I've got, uh, listened to two of his books. Yeah, I listened to He's one of them. He's got his, you know, was on side band. He's done some solo work, like.
1: He's super interesting.
0: Yeah. So, and then now. Very it's complex. like we've dialed it back and. You know, like, listen to the older Sturgill Simpson stuff and Mm -hmm. Tyler Childers and, you know, some of that.
1: I don't think you've had a new artist in your life in a while.
0: Mm -mm. No.
1: Well, I grew up raised, like, it was not a democracy. Like, I I had zero percent control of the radio. And so um, my parents also – my parents had a really badass stereo system – Um, With really big speakers in our house. Um, I remember getting in trouble for, I think we messed them up. I'm going to blame Dustin on that. Not super sure. But uh, someone ordered Columbia House (laughs) in our family. Uh, I distinctly remember records, too.
0: Whatever happened to Columbia House?
1: Mm, I guess they didn't make any money off all those penny CDs they were selling. I mean, who you even buy a
0: CD anymore?
1: I don't think so. I think you can. So we had records. I remember at my aunt's, there were records. There were records at my parents had a record player. I had a record player in my room. Um, I remember distinctly the Led Zeppelin Houses of the Holy album cover, and I was like so obsessed with it. Like, what is the hell is this? And just like <laughs> staring at it, like this is very interesting. Um, lots of Led Zeppelin, Joel Walsh, Fleetwood Mac. We had a Fleetwood Mac.
0: Never heard of any of those people. We
1: had until a Fleetwood I got Mac. Over cassette the eagles i love the eagles i remember singing like witchy woman and like going in like i was just like rocking in the car to witchy woman and we were getting going to like a parent teacher conference like one of those like silent auction nights at your elementary school mom was like you know what you maybe shouldn't sing all maybe it was gold dust woman from fleetwood mac i was singing and she was like you may not need to sing all the songs that you know (laughs) like a out loud in public okay well like Um, i could jam to just i still don't
0: know that that I'm a fan of that of a lot. Like I like Led Zeppelin. Um,
1: I love Led Zeppelin. I, I just love their, I like
0: the Rolling Stones. Yeah. Some of their stuff.
1: I, and see, we weren't huge Rolling Stones. Um, I didn't get, your dad
0: p- always talks about the fight uh, between him and, him and his brother. I can't remember if it's Led Zeppelin and the Rolling Stones or Led Zeppelin and the Beatles. Who?
1: I think it's the Beatles. I'm yeah. going to think it might be the Beatles. Um,
0: yeah. I'm not a Beatles fan at all.
1: Uh, we didn't do a ton of or is it the Who? It's remember. like we didn't do a ton of the Who or I didn't get into that until much later, like more college. Um I was Beatles like, was the, huge. my first
0: real experience of the Who was they were the opening song to C S I. Yeah, and that became popular. You know, like pfft.
1: um Pink Floyd. I got into Pink Floyd more middle school, high school just because yeah. it was and it, popular like, and it, Dustin and I had like weird. Yeah, Dustin and I had we so we we had one Pink Floyd T shirt in our house, and who knows? Like, there were so many things that we shared, purchased, <laughs> and like we would take turns wearing it. and It was wore the hell out, like holes in it, but we would we would wear it anyway. Um, but isn't it
0: crazy that Charlie is drawn to like f- we watched Funny Girl from like nineteen sixty nine, the, the movie. That was I didn't even of- know
1: she even knew what it was. Didn't either. But people talk like all these. She's around all these older kids at musical practice and stuff, and they'll talk about it. And it then sucked. she will come home. It sucks. I like that stuff. Um,
0: the, uh, first of all, musicals.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh, I think they're I think they're cool. Um, I remember watching uh, the first time I saw a movie in St. Louis. Like we were actually in the musical, but seeing it anyway. Um, I don't know what I was talking about. <laughs> But it's Let just me, like okay. So we grew up a lot on like the Beatles were huge. Like I knew t- tons of Beatles songs. Well, um, were we
0: in high school when the Beatles anthology came out? Uh-huh.
1: Cuz I I had zero interest in it. Cuz they it. did
0: like an ABC documentary on yep. it. I'm like Pfft.
1: watched it, watched all of it. Um but I also started getting into Oh god. I loved Bonnie Raitt. I had a Bonnie Raitt tape. Love that. She was country. Yeah. I didn't feel like she was country, though. Like, not, I don't know. John Mellencamp. So I'm going that route. And then I meet you. And. Uh, Exposed. I was like, okay, I can get behind this rap. Stuff. But I liked. I just remember watching, I don't know, MTV and loving uh, any of like the rap music, the hip hop music. I just thought it was so, it was was great. And
0: yeah, I don't, it's not that I connect with that music. You know what I mean? It's, I don't, I'm not, I don't in the progression, even like new rap now, like the rap I started on, they were the drug dealers. Mm -hmm. The rappers now are the (laughs) drug users. I don't, and that's a weird shift.
1: Well, the the use of and I'm drawn to like language and how language is used, and I love like good lyrics. Like I was yeah. so like I'm the person who would sit down with a cassette and sit and read every damn lyric. Oh out. my god, yeah. I love that, and I love like I didn't understand like how much I love language then, but like sitting and like processing how people put words together, and mm-hmm. I remember like for someone who doesn't remember shit, and I don't, I can like clips of lyrics will play in my head like little phrases and stuff will stick and so i loved rap music that did that and lyrics that played with language so creatively and then you get to today and i'm like so you're repeating the same word yeah like that's i love run the jewels if you listen to his their lyrics oh my god they are so creative and amazing and powerful and strong and like there's so much rhetoric and i love it but
0: that's like um If you hear stories about Jay Z, like he never writes anything down, he develops all of his, forms up his songs, and then just goes in there and does it on one take.
1: That's crazy. That is crazy. I mean, that's just amazing. It's so talented.
0: But then, what do you do? You have to like listen to it again to to remember what you said.
1: Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't have that memory. (laughs) Clearly, would not be my skill set. But I remember, like. In college, I started listening more. Like, so I got I love the Wallflowers. Mm-hmm. I love them.
0: You went and saw them a concert.
1: Yeah, uh, no, I did not.
0: You're, weren't you going to? Your brother did. My
1: brother did. He went and saw Counting Crows, who I adored in high school. You
0: saw Jacob Dylan a concert.
1: I saw Jacob Dylan
0: right after Charlie was born.
1: Like a month after Charlie was born, I went with Dustin and we went to like tiny like theater and watched him. What happened to him? Um, he's made a couple of CDs, but he's got like kids now and stuff. <laughs> But I loved his solo stuff. That first solo album was my favorite. Actually, that's the song I used to sing to Charlie. Mm-hmm. She still remembers it and asked me to sing it to her when she was a baby. Um, I don't even know if the song is, like Up on the Mountaintop or something. Um, but I went more that route and getting into much different music. But I'm more apt to like see what's new and what's out there and listen to different people. and.
0: You know, you're an Amazon user. I'm a Spotify user. Yeah, Spotify takes what you listen to and then makes you a mix.
1: I think Amazon does that. I just don't. Pay None of my to
0: mixes it. have anything new in them. <laughs>
1: Really? Yeah, I do get some new, but like Amazon will be like, "Here's what's new this week," and yeah. you'll get some hits. I'll get
0: like, "Hey, so it's like, I got Wheeler Walker Jr. has a new album."
1: Oh my god. That's probably the newest artist I can recall, other than like you coming into Sturgil Simpson, mm-hmm. you coming in and be like, "Listen to this stuff I've just found." And I was like, so thirteen year old you <laughs> basically, yes. as a thirty something year old man found song lyrics that you can connect to. Mm-hmm. that's so good. It's like if Adam Sandler and garth Brooks Garth Brooks. But you gotta get somebody just totally trashy, filthy in there. Um, I'm not really good with like trashy, filthy comedians. All get together and have a baby. <laughs> Wheeler Walker Jr. <laughs> comes out. Yeah. So
0: his new greatest hits album's out. If you want to check that out,
1: I'm surprised you haven't already. I have. Is it good stuff?
0: What's well, his greatest hits? So mm-hmm. it's all his old songs. A couple Does he ones. have
1: enough songs to have a greatest hits? He
0: got three albums. Oh, but I don't know that he ever intended it to be like a full time job.
1: It's funny. he had has his Garthburg own Comedy series. Central show. I did not know that.
0: That's yeah. That's where the character came.
1: Is Comedy Central still a thing?
0: Yeah. Did,
1: did you so ever the watch? Daily shows, that? Oh, sorry, I don't watch it. Did you ever watch um, like Kids in the Hall? Yes, I loved Comedy Central.
0: See, growing up, Comedy Central was it helped cheapen stand-up comedy.
1: What do you mean by cheapen? What well, because there's so
0: way? like there was the the comedy boom, you know, back in the day when Eddie Murphy was doing Big Show, like you had big-time stand-up comics, and so they were everybody was going to be a comedian, and so everybody was getting deals, and everybody was getting specials, and like if you go back and watch some of the stand-up on Comedy Central or you remember VH1 had stand-up
1: Mm-mm. like Paula remember. Poundstone you yeah, know yeah, yeah. Like, okay, stuff okay, like okay. that
0: okay. Uh, I just remember
1: a pop-up video yeah like so,
0: some of it's just garbage you know and I think now
1: I mean you could say that for anything that has like a lot of content that right. is garbage
0: right but it's not meant to to go to the top it, you know that stuff should gotcha, be filtered gotcha, out gotcha, in the gotcha. clubs and all that but like a lot of people got rich Mm-hmm. Not being that funny, uh, and where I feel like now you got to be on point. Mm-hmm. But but I've like I've watched some bad Netflix specials like that sucked.
1: Yeah, that would get sorted out on a what was that show? The stars, damn it! What? Where they would compete? The stars like there'd be like musical acts and then there'd be a comedy act and you could get like oh Star stars. Search. Yeah. They could get sorted on Star Search back in the day. Yeah. Well,
0: the, there was even the uh, last comic standing.
1: I, I think I only watched like a season of that, maybe.
0: Yeah, I think we watched the first season of that.
1: I, apparently went on for like a while. It still may be going on? I don't know. Question mark? I don't know. Was Miss Pat on it? I don't think so. May, no, God. Dang it. I can't remember. I don't think so. If you want an amazing read, oh my God, uh, I did the auto audiobook version, and it's Miss Pat reading her own memoir autobiography called Rabbit. Holy crap! As a teacher, as a mom, it is one of the most profound things I think I've listened to in a hell of a long she time. She got her titty shot off. Okay, true no, story. Like that stuff is true, but her entire upbringing of just Just insane. It's crazy. Poverty. Insane poverty. Um, Just she comes from, like, her mom was real young. She was a crazy young mom. Just a ton of just cycles of abuse, um, drug dealing. And and to see where she is now, oh, my God. If you know anything about, like, if you've listened to Bob and Tom or you've listened to uh, Joe Rogan, her name's Miss Pat, she is just this incredible, I listen to her podcast, I, I'm in love with her, like, I just think she's an amazing person, And but her stories can bring me to tears, laughing, but her book was, it was one of the most profound things I've read in a long time. I would, there's no way I could bring it into the classroom and let kids read it, but damn, you want to talk about, like, just figuring stuff out for yourself after, you know, failure and knockdown and everything else, she does it. But uh, I don't know if she was on Last Comic Standing, though. I feel like I should know that. I feel like – I'm going to go with no, but I'm mm, not sure. Yeah. But anyway, I would – she's supposed to be – she has her own show now, I think, like a sitcom.
0: Well, I'm, I'm sure if it's if it was, it's not come out. Think about that. Like, there's a whole season of movies that were going to come out that aren't coming out now. But our theater's open tomorrow?
1: Yeah? Uh, yes. N- Ness. Yes. Yes. Something Gym's like, open tomorrow. Yeah. Are you going?
0: Yeah. I'm gonna go.
1: I'm I don't know that I can wear a mask and work out. I'm so fat. I'm
0: gonna go see what the what the temperatures like there. <laughs> so you gotta Are bring you it literal? Uh, well, you gotta bring your own water. You okay. can't use the water fountain.
1: Okay, I'm fine with that. Yeah. So just fill up a one of the mini plastic bottles but I, I don't know if
0: we're allowed to use the lockers. I don't know. I just wanna go down there and see on. do you going use on. the lockers? I put my bag in the lockers, yeah.
1: Don't just hang it up in a thing. Yeah. Do you have something valuable in there? Somebody's gonna steal.
0: Someone's going put a wallet in there.
1: Leave it in the car and lock it and take your keys and hang them. What are all are you dragging into the gym? I'm getting preachy on me. I'm just saying, walk in and this is why it takes you forever. It takes you at least 45 more minutes than it takes me to work out. It sounds like you're just moving in when you go down there and you don't even shower. What's all in your bag?
0: Supplements, wrist straps. Are
1: you using the supplements while you're down there?
0: hmm I use the intra-workout, like BCAAs and stuff Can like that. you just that. fill that
1: up in your car?
0: Well, am I going to use two different bottles?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why do you need two different bottles? You have pre-workout. Yeah. Drink it. Empty out your thing. Fill it up with your BCAA, and then go to the gym.
0: What is wrong with you? I don't know.
1: You need a life coach. I'm here for you. I mean, I guess like your wrist wrap things. Yeah. But.
0: I don't know. My bag. I've not even looked at my bag in months. Where is your bag here? It was not there on the dryer.
1: It is so 100% not on the dryer. There is nothing but your clothing on the dryer.
0: Above the dryer. (sighs) I don't know. It's somewhere. I'll find it.
1: And you know what? You're going to wait until like five minutes before you need it to start asking me where it is. You will you not. You won't be here. I won't. So you're going to have to figure that one out on your on your own. Where's my belt? <laughs> Dude,
0: I, I am going to wear pants to work tomorrow.
1: You are? Mm-hmm. Is that like?
0: <laughs> well, I wore shorts last week and there were some, I walked in everybody had on ties and a bunch of people I didn't know was there and I was like,
1: probably should sure wear pants today. <laughs> Did I say anything to you?
0: Well, I know. What are going to say? Where are, your pants? Are you? where are your pants? Where are your pants? Where are your pants?
1: seem to have misplaced my pants today. <laughs> I will never stop laughing at that.
0: <laughs> That's the episode of uh, The Simpsons where Bart goes to work at the bordello. The brothel. <laughs> and she comes to the door and it's just Bart and Homer. And he's in a... <laughs> he's in a... He's in a brown paper bag. I seem to have misplaced my
1: pants. <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs>
0: oh, all right. Don't forget to give us a like on wherever you see this. We're literally on all the platforms. I noticed this week way more listens on uh, Apple. Really? The normal, yeah. Probably, I didn't it post probably it. Apple, yeah, we didn't post it. It goes <laughs> Apple. Sorry.
1: I just didn't feel like it was.
0: Tell us where you listen to it at. I'm interested. Just yeah, maybe we could do a Facebook poll. Page. Yeah, we'll do a, a poll. Uh, but uh, Apple, Spotify. Uh, I should probably share our Facebook page. I Heart Radio, <laughs> Stitcher. I'm sorry. SoundCloud, all that stuff. But yeah, give us a review. I didn't check. See if let's check. See if there's a new review before mm. we go. Is there anything else pressing you want to say before we go?
1: I I don't know. I can't remember our list. That we have things that we're going to talk about.
0: We did good. We filled up over an hour.
1: Yeah. We're filling up time. We're just filling up time.
0: No. Oh, we're up to 4.9 out of five stars. Still got that three star holding us down. Gosh. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) What they expect of us? (laughs) All right. Well.
0: Subscribe. Give us a rating and review if you so feel inclined. Check out our friend Jason Ellis. It's a new month. Go we'll do new month things.
1: It's June, it's summer.
0: Summertime. Okay. Until next week, we love you all. Yeah. Here it is, the groove cool, slightly crowned form just a bit of a break from the norm just a little something to break the monotony of all that hardcore dance that has gotten to be a little bit out of control it's cool to dance but what about a groove that soothes and moves romance give me a soft subtle mix and if it ain't broke then don't try to fix it and think of the summers of the past have the- a catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well